0: Welcome, guys, to the Couple Nurses podcast. Before we begin, a quick word from our sponsors. Just joking, we don't have any ads yet. Why I hopped on here is just to let you guys know that the beginning of this episode is going to be a little bit different. We start off with a controversial piece. And why we are doing this is because we want to give you a quick Patreon teaser. If you guys enjoy the first few minutes of this podcast, that's kind of how our Patreon is going to go. And our Patreon account name is going to be Dat Loud D A T loud so if you guys like this kind of more opinionated controversial pieces that's kind of what we're doing on our patreon account and you guys might be wondering why we're doing this because we looked at our previous episodes and some of them have been taken down and off spotify and our podcast so this way we're trying to go a different platform just in case something were to happen on here so if you guys really enjoyed this kind of thing check us out on patreon give us the like subscribe it costs a little bit but don't worry about it we provide great value guys so see you there and enjoy this episode What's up, guys? Welcome to the Couple Nurses Podcast with your host, Matt Star and myself, Peter Fendera. This is a podcast where we tackle current health news and the hot nurse topics, one conversation at a time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Guys, we've got our vlogs out weekly on YouTube. Check out our travel nursing experience. Thank you for your for your following on, on YouTube, on Spotify, and our podcast. Make sure you guys like our content. Make sure you guys give us a rating. You know That means a lot to us. It actually shows that you guys are paying attention and actually enjoying our content and uh, makes us do do more content. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and just keep tuning in with us. We have a couple of news every week. We have the episodes every week. Patreon is out. We have a lot of great stuff for you guys over there. And thank you for your participation that. It does cost a little bit, but that's okay. It's like a dollar a month, $5 a month. It's really not that big with you and you get some awesome content from us. So what's up, Matt? What's going on?
1: And plus, people are supporting us. And not to mention that in the past few weeks and months, we've noticed the downloads keep going up. So we really appreciate you guys. Anyways... In today's episode, we're going to talk about the failed experiments of the lockdowns, the asymptomatic spread of COVID-19. Does it exact does it actually cause, you know, spread? And we're going to talk about the additional 2.9 causes of death alongside with COVID-19. The deaths that we hear on the news aren't only related to COVID. There's other factors, other core morbidities that aren't talked about, and they're just brushed up and packaged nicely as oh, it's always a COVID death. So we're here to break down fact from fiction, right PD?
0: So I'm saying, man, like it's crazy to look back at when this whole pandemic started back in March, there was a giant discrepancy on what we should do and everyone pushed push for these lockdowns, right? Everybody said the safest thing for us to do is wear masks and do a lockdown, right? So we literally have almost a year worth of data. We have like nine months worth of data to actually see if this is actually working, right? Because our ideal goal was to lock down for X amount of time. And that's going to stop the spread. That's going to re- reduce the risk for infections, and it's going to reduce transmission, right? And somehow, yeah, with all these geniuses in office saying that COVID are or not the COVID, but all these geniuses in office are saying that these lockdowns are mandatory and they're working, right? And yet somehow we still have a spike in the number of COVID 19 infections, and it just keeps spreading more and more. So I think it's you know I don't want to be be that guy, but in my opinion, it clearly is looking like these lockdowns aren't working, right? Because these numbers are still going still going up. And things are still locked down, then I think might be time for us to change to a different dynamic, right? And you could take a good, good viewpoint or like a good sample size from California itself, right? California has been locked down the the most strictest out of all the states, right? And yet California still has the highest amount of COVID-19 deaths and COVID-19 cases, right? Yeah, you know, if you guys live in California, have you ever been in California? It's very congested. Everyone basically is living on top of each other, right? Which is going to increase the amount of spreading. Common sense is going to tell you that, right? But then you look at these lockdowns; they're supposed to still decrease the spread, right? It's supposed to do something, and really doesn't seem, in my opinion, like it's doing much. The only, only thing it's really doing is hurting small business, in my opinion.
1: No, that's and that's literally both of our opinions, man. And and Cali is a perfect example, just like you mentioned. We have been in lockdown for so damn long. Stay-at-home orders compared to other states, and we should be the comparison group to actually see how effective they are, correct? Because like the way the way this all started when we started podcasting about this in March early february china was this freaking golden standard example of oh my gosh lockdowns worked they stopped the spread and remember at 80,000 like cases for some reason everything went ghost for some reason the numbers stopped spreading it was weird and i think we're we have to kind of realize that hey you know propaganda is a real thing they're, they they're able to skew their numbers Did they just skew their numbers just to push the effectiveness of lockdowns? But they're really not. And we're starting to realize this now that like nine months later, all this data is back. Mm -hmm. And I like there's a quote that I wrote down here, and it's by C.S. Lewis. When the world is running towards a cliff, he who is running the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. So the whole mainstream media is kind of running towards this is the effectiveness. This is this works. This works. And, you know, me and you here are talking and said, hey, I don't think this works. And there's other doctors that are standing up that are speaking about this that are saying, hey, I don't think this is as effective. And we're the ones that look like we're a little bit crazy that, hey, you guys don't believe in science. That's bad science. This is a bad reputation for nurses because you guys are against A, B and C. Like, no, we're just looking at the data like science is not fixed. But yet, for some reason, these past, like this past year we went crazy and we said, okay, this is the way it should work and that's it. We forgot that science is not fixed. It's always changing. That's the beauty of science. We have to constantly investigate it. We kind of like lost that. We just said, hey, this is the golden standard. So maybe we As should- you guys,
0: Yeah, and then guys, don't just take our word for it. Like literally you can just guys go on Google and look at the amount of COVID-19 deaths or cases and look at the states with the highest amount of cases, right? And your top three or top four are going to be California, number one, Texas, Florida, and New York, right? So look at the state that the highest has the highest lockdown, California, right? And then you look at the least amount of lockdowns, going to be your Texas, your southern states, Texas, Florida, and Arizona, right? How are they, they less than California? If these lockdowns are supposed to be so beneficial for us, how the hell is California still number one, right? It just doesn't make sense. California has more cases than, than Florida, and Florida has the highest elder, elderly population, right? Because everyone goes to retire to Florida. So how does it make it any sense? It really does not make any sense. And I'm not sure whose idea this was or who's so afraid to, to kind of step in and say, hey, lockdowns aren't working. Let's try something else. You know, maybe we need a lockdown of, of, of certain areas. Not, not everything. The thing, the crazy thing is like, and we keep saying this like every episode, is you lock down these small businesses. These small businesses can't thrive, can't make money, so they're they're going bankrupt, they're going in depth, but yet you allow places like Walmart, these giant box stores. And if you guys want to minimize spread. Logically, it's a lot easier to keep a smaller place clean than a bigger place, right? You think you think like a small mom and pop shop is gonna be dirtier than a Walmart? Hell no, dude. Like this is like so interesting to me to look at that people say that you know these big box stores are gonna stay open because for some reason they think that this is gonna be the safest option. Yeah,
1: like you if know if you what, really
0: wanna prevent the spread, why would you wanna have a big box store open and not have mom and pop store open? Or instead of cleaning Thousand dollars of square footage, you're you'll be cleaning a little like a lot less, right? And not only will that help the mom pop stores thrive because you're gonna have more people, more income, they're gonna be able to grow, you're going to have a little bit of a more equal equality in, in wealth, right? The thing is, like, if you guys look at it, our whole economy, our whole like the whole US, it's less of a government, it's more like a corporation. if You think about it, me and Matt talked about this before. All the support that you see that goes towards the economy, it's always towards the corporations, right? There's a reason why Walmart and all these giant stores are able to stay open because they have lobbyists. And, of course, they're not going to be locked down. They're not. They're going to be maybe minim- minimize the amount of people that could be in the store. But, hey, dude, you're still going to have a bunch of people compared to Mount pop store, right? So they don't really care about these small stores. Corporate people, politicians, they don't, they don't care about small stores. Why? Because they have to, each quarter they have, to to make their marks, right? They have to be able to make more money than they did last quarter, make people invest. That's how the company grows, right? So there's no way in how these these things are ever going to close. There's no research out there. How cool would it be if someone did a research study comparing the cleanliness and the spread of COVID-19 spreading in a Walmart compared to a mom and pop shop? No one's gonna do that research because it's gonna tell you, hey, mom and pop shops have less people, less capacity, so it's gonna be easier, easier to clean it. And these Walmart stores, they have a lot of people. People are fucking dirty. There's some dirty-ass people out there, you know, low-key. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal, conservative, moderate. doesn't matter. There's some dirty there people out there that don't really care about health or cleanliness. You're going to see that. But their excuse was that, hey, these mom-and-pop stores, restaurants, can't afford to clean the environment. What do you mean? They could for sure afford to clean the environment. That's just an excuse you guys are using to make selves look not as bad as, as you are. Because well, this is like, a, like an evil machine.
1: Yeah, and and this this example that you're putting out right now, and the example of 2020 should be like a fact to tell you, hey, who's really running the show? It's corporate America, man. It's, and our government, or corporate America is influencing our government to make these decisions, you know, because lockdowns have been this large public health experiment that we've realized. And just like you said, we agreed that the economic lockdown does not cause the decrease of the spread of the disease, correct? So if anything, this is nothing more than, ex- an, this is an expensive treatment for COVID-19 with some serious side effects. And there's no benefits to society, right? We've, we've, we have witnessed the largest transfer of wealth. This, this is all that that is, right? If you, if you, you know, just like you say, hey, how come Amazon's making so much money? How come Walmart's making so much money? Well, they're just suffocating the people like us. And everybody, everybody's always pro small business, support small businesses, and all of a sudden, let's just support the big businesses and let's just you know, um, defund the other ones. Um, I found a study here from Yelp. So this is a report from September 2020 on the economic, economic impact. So out of 163,000 US businesses that closed down since August 31st of 2020, 60% of those businesses were permanently closed. 97, almost 100,000 businesses were closed in 2020. The, you don't think this is nothing more than a transfer of wealth? 100%. And, and we've seen it in own stocks. You know, Peter and I invest in stocks. and We're just laughing how the market keeps pumping. Like, just like what happened a few days ago, this whole riot in uh, Washington Hill, right? Or Capitol Hill. You don't think that the stock market would freaking plummet because people are scared of some kind of silver outbreak or something? Hell no, man! The stock market rose a hundred million dollars or a hundred billion dollars. Is it a hundred million dollars that day? It went up a whole one percent. You would think the you would think the exact opposite if you connect the dots. Yeah, it's
0: it's insane. Like the thing is, it's easier to it's easier for us to not really care about small business because we don't really small shop. If, uh, very oftenly in like some, like mom and pop shops, right? We don't, we, we, me and you in general, we, we usually shop in like these big box stores, right? We Which do. It's pretty common. So that's why it's a lot easier for us to accept what's going on because it's not directly impacting us. It's not because one, we don't shop in, in these stores and we don't own these stores, right? So it's kind of easier for us to kind of neglect and not really think about it because it literally has no impact on us. Well, that's, we're not selfish individuals. We we still, we're still competent enough to realize that, hey, these mom and pop stores do, exist people do shop at them and they are suffering right just because i don't shop there and just because you know i don't go there very often doesn't mean i don't want them to succeed right and it's very easy to be ignorant when you're blind to the fact that things happen outside of that happening to you right because if it's not happening to me directly it's either gonna be a one not affect me or b it's gonna be hard for me to picture myself in those shoes right but we somehow logically i guess i feel like we're a little bit more enlightened than most most people or a lot of people and just because doesn't happens to us, because we don't go to mom and pop stores, we still understand that they're struggling, yeah. right? That's what's kind of, that's why it's so easy to maintain these lockdowns because not a lot of people care because not a lot of people shop in mom and pop stores. Same with like with like restaurants. Restaurants are a little bit more on the news because people go restaurants more more casually, more commonly than they go to these little small stores, right? So it's easier for us to stand up for the restaurants, right? Because we can relate more. Like if your favorite restaurant closed, you'd be a little upset, right? You may want to stand up for them, help them out, but you don't really have a, a favorite, small mom and pop store that you go to every week for groceries that you kind of have a good bond with the owner right we don't have that kind of experience you know so no. we're kind of we're almost blind to it but we're still aware of it happening and that's yeah. why it's so easy to take this giant push like you said transfer wealth it's so easy to take this money out of this this small economy of mom and pop stores and transfer to this large economy of big box stores because now a lot of people shop at them yeah. now people are going to complain because these mom-pop stores, they they thrive on a good bond and a good quality products, right? Like you're able to have a better conversation with somebody that has a small store, right? You get more personal. Like let's say our surf shop, right? We had a better conversation with, with the guy at our surf shop in Huntington Beach than we did going to Costco buying surfboards, right?
1: Yeah. 100%. That's kind of how these
0: small shops thrive, by conversation, by communication, by you not only being there for the product but actually being there – And socialize with the the owner having a bond with them. These big box stores, you don't have that.
1: But so you know how you say talking about creating bonds? Mm. But look what COVID caused. COVID caused us to put on masks for everybody, right? Have lockdowns and social distance, right? Now when you sneeze in public, you look like a freaking enemy, dude. You're like, whoa, cover that shit up. Or like, whoa, he's sick. Like we've made everybody look like they're sick individuals. And we made literally everybody kind of hate each other in a way like stay away from me. Yeah. So now we've ruined that relationship. And of course that's going to be swinging towards just going big box stores in a way, you know?
0: But oh yeah, one- for sure. Cause that's strange fear. It's like, yeah. you're, people are scared to talk to like people. Are even scared to be around each other. You gotta, people don't want to stand next to you. Like when I went zip lining and I was sitting with my sister next to some, some kids, I heard her, her, their mom come up to me and says, you're not social distancing. this, this thing. Do you not care? And she made me fucking leave that bench, dude. So was, we were in six feet apart. It's yeah, crazy, dude. And these kids were like, were like eight years old, wearing masks, and it, it's insane. And like this lady was like freaking out. Like that's it's crazy. Like how like it's interesting to see how this is going. To, if this continues on, we're going to go down for in like a. So this continues to be the way that it is with school being the way it is and everything like now, and us social distancing and stuff like that. People are gonna feel socially isolated, and kids are gonna forget how to socialize. Like, kids already forgot to socialize, like, a big portion. Like, majority of people, if you look at your cell phone, what's number one means of communication? You know, text, right? Text, yeah. messaging, that's it. You don't even, you barely even talk to anybody, right? Like, you, you even text our parents sometimes. Yeah. Right? And and back then, we used to call them, and you were really even losing that. It's crazy. And people are going to forget almost how to speak, right? Especially if you speak a different language, like Polish, and you're texting your mom in Polish. It's a different way you text your out in Polish versus you speaking to them in Polish, right? Because then you actually have to think about the words and try to, to figure out what the, what the words mean because we don't, our English, our Polish isn't, isn't the best, right? It's not as good as it used to be, right? Yeah, like we're, we we're think both about the foreigners, we man. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're both foreigners and, and our English is better than our Polish, right? So when we talk to our parents, it's it's uh, less fluent than texting them because we have the, the translator on our phone or, you know, autocorrect, correct in Polish. But when next actually speaking to someone in Polish, it's different. People are going to forget that. People aren't going to know how to form fucking sentences on like a normal date. People are going to forget how to write papers because auto correct is always going to be available on their phone it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how we're gonna switch to more technology based and how these like how these standards of like education or communication are gonna kind of dwindle away
1: yeah and like our generation like the early 90s the people in the 80s are seeing this the most they're seeing how we literally got hijacked into these phones hijacked into this reality that's here now like us playing us having phones on the wall that that didn't exist just like you know 20 years ago. And this is so new. We're the last generation to experience this. The people in the late 20s, we're we we are seeing this giant change. And before we get before we get into young adults, because that's something we're gonna talk about next, I wanted to just leave people with this last quote that I wrote down. So while the working American class has been forced to file for unemployment for tens of million people, the top five rich people in the US have increased their wealth by twenty-seven percent. And that's just from March. To June 17th of 2020. So keep that in mind. Same. Keep that keep that in mind, this transfer of wealth. Is it really for your safety, just like you've been you've been told that to use, or is there a bigger picture that's being played out? cause like there's always, a there's always a bigger picture and like look what's just happening the past couple of days with you know I don't want to talk about the riots in Capitol Hill but this is this is a giant pony show like this is so unreal it it just feels fake like this reality is almost feeling fake i don't know how much they could even push us to believe all this shit
0: dude it's a dude this is like and a giant fucking theater show
1: man it, it is a theater show and like you know what we're forgetting that these same people that are kind of effing us in the in the back with this Corona bill that's complete trash that we should probably still talk about, they're forgetting who they work for. They work for the people. They work for us. We we've created this dissociation that they're better than us and they're these people in the Senate and they hold these crazy positions. How do you think they're making eighty million dollars a day on average or a year? I'm sorry, these politicians. They're getting lobbied. They're getting paid for by corporations. Like we're forgetting. They're forgetting who they work for. They work for us, because mm-hmm. if we if we wanted this pony show to end, <laughs> I don't want to sound extreme, we'll literally all go into Senate Hill and pull these guys by the hair, by the ears, and drag them out, because they're working yeah. for us, man. They're paying, we're paying our U.S. tax dollars to have their flights, have their food paid for, have them talk in, in their little Senate Hill H- Hill meetings. It's not the corporations, but I think they're forgetting that, and that's where. That's where greed came in. That's where these bad politics came in. That's where probably this lockdown crap st- stemmed from. And this, it's like it's a pony show, man. We're losing our individuality. Like, let me – I understand there's, you know, this virus. Let me just make my own decisions, you know. I don't want to be babied just like everybody else, and everybody has to do this one way. Let me make my own
0: decision for myself. If I want to put
1: myself at risk, so be it.
0: Hey, guys, don't think just because someone has a nice title – and has more power or authority over you it does not mean that they are smarter than you in any way, shape or form. Yeah, in certain aspects they are. They're politicians, they're gonna know a lot of politics, a lot of law, but when you bring in like healthcare and things like that, a lot of these people don't have any kind of background on healthcare or any kind of background in like medicine or, or whatsoever. When a politician be becomes, when a politician gets into office, the number one goal is to stay in office. Why? Because that's their fucking job, right? They, they need that money. Right. Same with when, you, when you're a nurse, you need that nursing job, right? So you follow nursing rules, all, all that jazz. But the thing is that then I mean, you can become a nurse wherever you want, right? We have that flexibility. A politician does not have that flexibility. There's only an X amount of politician that, that could be in office, and their job is to get reelected. So what do they need? They need financial backing. So listen, yeah, being for the people is cool and great. And yeah, we're supposed to be for the people as a politician. But if my majority of, of my income is coming from the lobbyists from McDonald's, lobbyists from Burger King, lobbyists from like Big Pharma, then, yeah, I'm probably going to stick with Big Pharma because, hey, guess what? If they're not paying me, they're paying somebody else, right? And I need need that job because making X $9 million a year is very fucking cushiony, right? It's it's fucking Uh, amazing. And think about it. How many times, like you nurses, how many times has has a resident come and gave you some tips, some advice, or you call them regarding a patient status, and you know what to do because you're an experienced nurse, and this resident, he's a resident, he's supposed to be a doctor pretty soon, so technically he's higher up than you, right? How many times was that person wrong and you were right? Right, just take it into, cons- into consideration. Like shit, like that happens, right? Don't think just because somebody has a higher title, went to school more than you, or studied something different, doesn't mean they're always gonna gonna know more than you, right? You still have your own opinion and you have your own viewpoints. You have that experience, right? So just because they're a fancy title, does not mean they're any way you should perform better than you. And it's it's crazy what's going on. And if P- you guys really don't P- think P- this is,
1: we sound like two freaking pure American patriots right now. <laughs> That's what I'm
0: saying, dude. And and we're not the even from is, this
1: country. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but I, I love America, is, like, man. People, you guys, yeah, if you guys don't think this is like a giant theater show, like look at the riots that happened in on, on the Capitol building. Are you guys, okay, United States has the biggest military budget in the whole world. Right? Almost
1: one trillion. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Do you guys think that they don't staff enough police officers or people to protect a government building? Like think of how much important people go through that building a day. And you guys are telling me you're going to let some riders go through it because you had a few few cops there and all these riders somehow having to break break free. What the hell does that show to America? If I was a terrorist, I would bomb that fucking bitch right now. If it's, if it's that easy to, to get into the Capitol building, are you, are you kidding me? Pete, like, not, you guys o- not that only videos? that,
1: but there, yeah. was, there was peaceful protests going on for a weeks on. Like this, this, these protests just didn't happen overnight. There, did. was, there was days of non-peaceful protests. All of a sudden, the day Congress is supposed to go and talk about voter fraud and whether they should investigate voter fraud happening in America, riots happen shit how convenient. how convenient like just the like, guys like think damn we're not supposed to go about this subject man but i know I, but
0: you know how it is dude
1: it is man it's just like just guys just think a little bit like what's happening like just like you and same thing like you know how like the media if there's protests, there's always a cop shot this person how come they're not slamming the cop that shot somebody the cop that died how come the guy that shot somebody's not on the news why because they don't want you to, for that to be in your reality they want you to Hate what's happening. I want you to hate the protesters. Yes, yes, that's bad. They they shouldn't. We're not condoning this kind of violence. But just just realize where the media is putting your attention and question it. Question it why they want your attention there. What's the bigger picture that they're covering? Because that's what's always happening. And like, if this happened in Capitol Hill and all this, wow, they they crashed a federal building. Wouldn't you think there'd be some federal investigation? They closed the building down for a couple hours. Nope. Four six hours later. Congress is back in Capitol Hill talking about voter fraud. All of a sudden, while people are distracted on the news about shit that went down in freaking the U.S., you know, in Washington, D.C., they're talking about voter fraud again. They're trying to just get this out of the way. Makes you really freaking wonder. Yes.
0: You guys got to, like, open your eyes outside, like, the mainstream media perspective because they only want to cover, same as corporations, they only want to cover whatever is in their best interest, right? They're going to cover only... What they want you to see, and they're obviously going to give their opinion. They don't give the full scope of anything. It's crazy how much it's crazy how much politicians give speeches, and yet you only see like these bite-sized clips on the news all the time. Doesn't matter who's talking. They give these bite-sized news that that good to the ear and it goes against or against their agenda or for their agenda, depending on on which they, what they want to spin it. And that's all you you really hear, and he, you don't did, really know what the hell is going on.
1: Question, Pete? Did you listen to Capitol Hill afterwards? Did you listen to them I talk? Know. Okay, so I, I took some time. I went on C-SPIN and I listened to both sides talking about um, investigating the election and everything, correct? You can tell one side is very being very patriotic, being very pro-America. We need to stand by the Constitution. And the other side is just talking and they're preying on your emotions. And they're talking about how bad we look as Americans with what happened today. We should automatically impeach the president or something. That like they're use they're preying on your emotions to do this, correct? Like nothing, they're not even talking about the facts of what potentially might have happened. And if you're a conscious human and you could kinda like you're intuitive and you can feel, you can tell how that person is pushing hate into your heart, right? If somebody's pushing hate into your heart, do you think that's a person you should listen to and follow? I think we're just too stupid to realize it. We're too Disconnected from our human nature to realize what the hell these people are doing. Like if news is putting hatred in your heart, it's probably not good news. You should probably turn it off. And th- and this yeah. is what's happening. They're just, they're just they just just keep making us push against each other. And now, quote me on this one. You're gonna see more racism happening. You're gonna you're gonna hear the whole push like, oh, if this was BLM, they would have shot everybody. But no, they're white and they allowed to protest. Why? It's the same people stirring the same pot, just creating these race wars. It's not about left or right. It's just the same race wars that are getting pushed. And that's what you're gonna see on social media and getting pushed in the same agenda. It's the same people creating the same show, man.
0: Yeah, there's people out there that So the people that, you know, the guy with with the face paint and like the, the giant flag and the guy with like the long hair and the beard, Yeah, like there was, he was there at the BLM protest too. Like there's into see so there's I got a screenshot.
1: I got a screenshot of that on before it got deleted because I knew it was gonna get taken off social media.
0: Yeah, dude. So there's you guys gotta understand that yeah, there's leftist groups, there's rightist groups, you know, there's different groups, but most of these protests are peaceful. But when you have a lot of people in one group with the same views, it doesn't take a big a big of a spark to stir shit up, right? But you gotta understand that yes, the left is is peaceful? Yes, the right is peaceful too. Of course, not the not 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 the far not the far far left, because they have their own crazy ideology that nobody believes in. But mainstream media makes it seem like everyone believes in. It. There's always two sides. But there's a group of people that just go to protest just to stir some shit up. Because that's what they like fucking doing. They just like stirring shit up. And these people aren't for for one side or for the other side. They just want to see shit being stirred up. They they want to cause havoc. They want to cause someone devastation, like anarchists, right? Anarchists aren't right. Aren't left. Is one to they just want something to happen. They want anarchy, right? Like, you can compare these guys to anarchists. If they're were they uh, supporting both sides, then they're not for one side, right? They're just there to cause havoc and cause chaos, which is what they did successfully in the BLM protests and with, with these uh, protests that we just saw a few days ago. And it's crazy. And you mentioned that they're trying to impeach Trump again. Like, guys, like, we're not the biggest Trump supporters. We're not huge bond sports either. Myanmar probably are more liberal than, than um conservative on we're, most our opinions.
1: We're probably more anti-government right? than anything, clearly exactly. anti-state, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. but yeah, by like general viewpoints, like the mainstream viewpoints, like abortion, like gay marriage, all that kind of stuff, we're definitely more liberal than, than anything else in any means, shape, or form. But look at how much hate they have for this one guy, dude. That dude's in office for like 10 more days. You guys said you guys won the election. If you guys are so confident in your win in the election, why don't you examine the voter fraud? Examine it and this guy is gonna be out of office in like 10 days. Like what the hell is going on? Like like, let it run if you guys are so confident in your political system And you guys you guys think that these these votes have been fair and democratic Then why not let the investigation move on and in 10 days? Guess what you got your fucking new president, dude Is that so hard to comprehend because I I don't get it right like so much they're hiding bro right are like people blind or, or anything like I'm not even saying they're hiding anything, but this just makes it so sketchy, dude. Like, yeah. it, Cause if I know I'm right and I have 10 days for me to like get a new position and, and I'm competing with somebody position and they they're doing some sketchy shit and they think I'm doing some sketchy shit, but I know I'm not doing any sketchy shit, then I'll just let it run. Let it run, figure it out, ask me whatever you want to ask, try to prove what I want to prove, and then 10 days, hey, I'll have the job, right? I'm dude, it's I don't I don't know how people just did that blind, but this is like like it cracks up at some point. Like it sucks because America's probably gonna go down a, a dark hole. Um, and it's probably gonna not gonna affect the stock market as much as we think. Our stock's probably gonna be fine. We're economically gonna we'll be fine. we economically will be fine. Economically, we'll be fine. Spiritually, you'll we'll probably be kind of effed up. But that's just the way we're heading. And it's it's just it's it's a giant fucking theater, and I, I, it's sad. But only thing you can do is laugh at it because the giant majority of the population does not understand what's going on and do not understand why.
1: Yeah. Also, like I don't think Americans can fathom the idea of propaganda. Like I feel like they. They think that propaganda doesn't exist, that everything that you're receiving into your reality from the news is the truth. Like they they don't understand that America has, has played on multiple elections. They have played propaganda on multiple events across the globe, Afghanistan, Egypt, countries that we probably don't know about that they've been doing operations. They know how to skew things towards their pro-democracy ideology. Let's just say like, like back in the day, they used to fly over probably cities like in Afghanistan and I've, I was listening to a troop talk about it, and they were dropping flyers to spread misinformation. Now, they don't need to do that because they have departments of misinformation and warfare and they're able to specifically target a population. You know what I mean? Like if they wanted to, they could take 300 million Americans in a specific city and they know their interests and if they want if they want them to think a specific way, they could carry out this military exercise and operation through social media and change the viewpoints or behavior on those people. Like that shit exists. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they've used the same weapon towards other countries. What makes you think it can't possibly happen in America? Don't be blind
0: right. to it. Don't exactly. be blind to That's it. For, for much as we're pushing for globalization as as a US, we want to enter all these countries and change them. We're very nationalistic in our opinions. We're super nationalist like like we are for as, as big of a melting pot this country is, we do not like to hear other people's opinions from other countries because we think we are the best. Yeah. You know, because US has a lot smaller history than all these other countries, right? And why we're so egotistic and why we think we're always so right and why we wanna control and not and not kinda of bring in other people's opinions, is because I feel like it stems from World War One and World War Two, right? So, like, the involvement of, of, of the U.S. for the most part. And we basically helped win the wars, right? U.S. has, has always been the one to kind of win the wars. We were always – we are winners. The U.S. was always a W, right, no matter what. Except for Vietnam, that kind of, you know, was was sketchy, but you don't really hear anything talk about Vietnam anymore because yeah. you took an L on that one, right? Or or the, or the Bay of Pigs in Cuba, things like that. You don't You don't hear our losses. It's all about our victories. We're number one. We won here. We won there. But – We've lost a lot, too. But no one else ever tells us how many times the U.S. has fucked up, you know? And we, we come from Poland. Poland has fucked up more times than the U.S., right? Like, everyone, everyone fucks up. But the we're, failure— We're off the for map of, for
1: 123 right, years.
0: I feel like the failure of U.S. citizens to realize that, hey, America it really is not number one, right? There is no number one. It should be a cohesive environment, a cohesive group, where we should be able, able to be entitled to our opinions. And that's how we work together, right? Because if we don't have different opinions— then you're basically leading communism. and You're basically in a dictatorship. And I don't. And there's this giant push for for like communism in the U. S. Like you know government everything. Government should control healthcare. Government should, should control the money. The government should control everything. A lot of people push for this because they've never experienced oppression or anything they have experienced in Europe. We haven't experienced this ourselves, but our parents have experienced this because yeah. they've lived through communism. So through their teaching, through their knowledge, through the way you know they have their values, we understand how life w- was for them, even though we didn't experience it. A lot of people that are were in US forever and you know they have an ex- they they were born in US, their parents were born in US, their whole lineage is from US. They don't have that. So on paper, it sounds great. Everyone, you know, has the same same um, everyone has the same income. Everyone is equal on everything, everyone gets paid the same, no matter what you do, how much we can put in, everything's equal. Great, sounds like utopia, but it's not. It's, it's literally not. That has improved over and over again. How many countries have tried communism and have, have completely failed?
1: Venezuela. Of uh, them, yeah, a lot of them.
0: Every, everything, literally everything. Even the, the countries that, that have like a different different term for it and they're still communist. Like like in China, you think China's uh, population is living great, majority of it? No. Our, ours isn't living either, but I guarantee you people rather live in the U.S. than in China, right? It's yeah. because we still have some kind of freedom. But what people keep pushing for this communism, and if I'm a corporation or if I'm the government, people are saying, "Hey, yeah, control this, control this." What am I going to say? No, you no, know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree to it. Yeah, if you want me to control it, I'll control it. Increase the taxes, give me the money, and I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You could just give me the money, and I'll figure it out. You know, that's kind of where, like, I, that's I, of I think choice. They I take think, away your freedom of choice.
1: Yeah, and I think this is the problem that we've experienced is us as Americans, people with you know the the middle class, like. We don't know how how this works, and we've been, for decades on, we've been so busy with entertainment, everything that shit's going on, the food that you're eating, the clothes that you're wearing, this, that, oh, she has this, I need that, right? We've been so in this materialistic world that we just gave away this power to politicians and things to make choices for us, and more and more, they've kind of like pressured us into, okay, this is bad, and that big government's growing and now we're just like, dude, this big government sucks. Like, look what's happening now, man. Like, national mask mandates, like lockdowns. Like, wh- where is this going to end, right? We and we talked about the previous episode. Hey, we should start looking at our health inside of us, and that's the real problem. Not the push for everything else that we're experiencing and vaccines and stuff. Like, that's not the that's not the solution to things.
0: Yeah. And speaking of health, um, let's turn our focus back onto our original. Topic of discussion. We always talk about this at last. Dude, turned out to be. This is a rabbit I, hole, bro. Dude, I feel like every time we try to push this for, for like to talk about this last on the episode, it always gets brought up first because we we want to talk about it so bad mentally we're, like we know we're passionate we, we about it, bro. We're we're, we're, pa- yeah.
1: we're we're passionate about with what's happening and it's sad that it's happening and we, we see the big picture and we want other people to see it, you know? Yeah. But like if if any if anything, like rewind that last 15 minutes and re-listen to it again. And hopefully it makes sense. And I want to add one more thing. And like the reason why there's probably so much happening is because of a whole huge influence on the industrial military complex. So people should research that word and what does that mean? And I, President Eisenhower warned us about it. President Kennedy warned us about it. This huge influence of this trilateral uh, synergy triangle of the Congress, Department of Defense, and large military corporations, which we can't invest into, like stocks, like Uber and all that, like Facebook. You can't some of them. Yeah, but most of them are hidden, right? Most of them are hidden and not aware of to public. But these are the real ball players that are making a lot of damn money. They're making. They have defense contracts that are bought out from the government. That are real ball players here. They're influencing a lot of things, and if you go down the rabbit hole and you connect the dots, you've realized how. We've, we've gave our civil liberty away, like one of them being FISA, one of the FISA laws that uh, basically all the information is downloaded, is listened to, correct, all the emails are tracked. So that gets stored on government servers for 72 hours. Where, do the, where, where does that information go afterwards? Do we just delete those servers and burn them? Well, we thought that, but the smart military generals actually create par- private corporations because corporate America runs everything. And now you have an LLC that holds all of information that we communicate, imagine what you could do with that data. Who can you sell it to? What can you influence? The world is yours when you own that data. And that's the scary part. And, and I think a part of why we're experiencing such a pony show is because we're on the verge of exposing the military-industrial complex in U.S. and with what's happening. And they're, they're creating so much propaganda and they're trying to cover that up. And they're trying to divert our focus from what's happening because if we expose this, we'd be furious. Yeah, Yeah. But, guys, a good fu- takeaway from, from this. F- food for food for thought. There, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Follow the uh, follow follow the crumbles as the cookie crumbles.
0: Yeah, a good takeaway from this guys is, is like every couple of years we see some kind of a new law go into into play. Like at nine eleven, we had like the Patriot like, the law Act. where they the Patriot Act. Yeah, where basically they were able to look for keywords that turn into a system of any kind of word they, they could they could find and they could basically track you. So the key takeaway is every time the government says hey you can't do this or they, they take away some kind of freedom or they take away a partial of freedom or they take away some of your data and they say it's from an X amount of time, it's it's forever. Like it's it's for, it's forever gone. It's not going to go back to to be to being the way it is. You know, could you imagine taking the Patriot Act off, off the grid? It's not going to happen. Hell no man think, it's
1: powerful for them.
0: Yeah. Ethan delete those servers ever? No. Why the hell would they? there's no no person in power would ever delete that because like is said, you get enough data you can sell it to anybody in the world you can blackmail anybody in the world you can do whatever you want with it because you basically know that person more than that person knows themselves we did like a giant spiel about this about technology and data like there's no way that everything that you use on your iphone or any kind of phone is not being stored anywhere because that would be a waste of a waste of revenue a waste of income a waste of resources everything that you do is basically getting stored. Even our, our conversations on Zoom right now, I guarantee it's being stored on some type of server. Guaranteed 100%. Why? Because data why the gold. hell not? Data just is Just gold. because you don't know how to, right, just because you don't know how to make money off, off of it now, doesn't, doesn't mean you won't be able to know how to make money off, of future, uh, off in the future, right? Because the technology comes come to play and you learn more and you're able to make money off different parts of data that you weren't able to make money off before. Right. And that's how it works, man.
1: And it's like, dude, it's like people don't see it like, oh, hey, I'm a military general. And okay, I'm going to work for under Obama's administration like John Brennan. And he's one of the guys that started these private corporation. Like if if I'm only going to be in power for four years and I have the power to do things, shit. Well, before I leave, let me open up an LLC. Let me kind of stir the pot a little bit. And now I'm going to have this data forever. And I could sell it to whoever private corporations do these things. And that's the whole thing with Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica got kind of diverted away from that. And now they're like... We need to protect ourselves against uh, Cambridge Analytica. And the same guy mm-hmm. that's in charge of that sex sector was in charge of the, the shadow government that was copying this database. Yeah, it's all, crazy, it's, all, it's all full circle. But I don't want to get off topic. And the people that are listening, guys, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. Don't think we're freaking some conspiracy theorists. Ju- we just literally look at the facts. And we literally search the web for this and kind of like, look what the hell is opening up. Mm. We, yep. You just can't look at CNN and be like, this is information. But anyways, if you love hearing about this more on Patreon, like this is the stuff that we could chat about. Yeah. So All right, guys. young Top adults, yeah, young yeah. adults are dying in greater numbers. And why? Why? So like, if you look at the pandemic, if you look at the age group, 25 to 44, remarkably, 26 percent of the population is accounted for, right? With cases of increased deaths, I should say, right? So this population has 26% more deaths. What's happening? And only 3% are related to COVID. So- You know, the
0: most common cause of death for people in that age group is going to be car accidents. So like accidental deaths, cancer, heart disease, suicide, and a homicide. You said what, 3% of those are attributed to COVID? was it six?
1: COVID, 3% and 26 is an increase.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Covid-19 is killing a lot of people. Majority of those have multiple debilities and are older. But now we see a giant rise in people that are in between age of, you so said, 25 and 44 are dying too. Not due to Covid-19. Not directly due to Covid-19, but because the U.S. government and we as citizens are making the mistake of these lockdowns and everything, and people are literally dying more often. Like I said, not because of Covid-19. Covid-19 isn't killing them. We and our laws are killing them because we are literally causing them to, you know, commit suicide not yeah. go to the doctor because because they're scared. Literally our fear is causing them to die at a higher rate. Not yeah. COVID-19. Not that. It's the shit that we say on TV. It's the it's our fear mongering that we do that is, is basically withholding this age group to having a, a happier and healthier lifestyle. Because no one's no one's talking about it. It's definitely yes. just COVID-19. And we don't j- see you don't see the news reporting hey increase death increase increase death and suicide. We went over the increase death and suicide on our last podcast episode where it's increasing people that are in the same age group. Not because of COVID-19. COVID-19 isn't affecting their brain and making them shoot themselves in the head. No, it's because of lockdowns, people are being isolated, social isolation, not being able to see their family members, not being able to do the tasks that they want to do, not being able to enjoy their hobbies. Like, How many people do you, do you think relied heavily on, on a gym membership to boost their mood, boost their ego, and now can't go? And that was kind of like holding – the gym would have been like the that's holding, holding them from suicide. From and now you insanity, yep. Right. And now look at a business company or a small mom pop store – that has an owner that he's like, you know, in his 30s and his 40s, has been doing this for 10 years and just started making profit last year. And now, bang, they are closed down. And this guy is like dwindling in, in, in depth right now. He spent his whole life building his business, and now he can't do the one thing he was passionate about. And there his hobby and passion about the window, what is there left, left to do? What well, yeah. he's going to burden his, his kids and family with with bankruptcy and, and, and money? That's crazy amount of stress, man. If you bring in money into this, it's money is like the biggest driver for success and all of the biggest deterrents. For like suicide, homicide, all those things, right? Even the, even think of gang. You think of homicide, murder. A lot of these gang members are are aren't killing people over because you know a lot of times it's just that they like them, but it's always a financial purpose, right? With with gangs, yeah, you know look, they kill some of their gang members and, and vice versa. It's crazy at, how this is, how this works. Yeah, look at the
1: example of yourself. You know, you just started building a business last year. Imagine if your business was physical, not virtual, like we're doing. And COVID happened, we lost our business, we lost millions of dollars or thousands of dollars. Now. We're in debt. We have to go and just be nurses. It's shitty. Like you'd get a little bit yeah. depressed, you know. Everything got depressed. stripped away from you from this one little accident. And mm-hmm. in July, in July 2020, it's been known for the deadliest month a young uh, amongst young adults in American history. And it's, not, on, and it's and it. not because of the damn virus, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah but,
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not because of the virus. It's because of the way we react to the virus. It's yeah. not the virus's fault. It's literally our fault, and that's like the biggest hindrance in the world. Like I don't know how people could could not like vouch for like opening up these these, these like new these stores or opening up the, the economy more because COVID 19 is killing people. Like I said, majority elderly, but we are killing ourselves. We're literally killing ourselves and it's like the saddest thing think, to say that not a disease is killing our young people. It's us ourselves. And that's crazy dude.
1: Let me get a sip of water here.
0: Take a sip of water dog. Take a take a break. Take a deep breath. I'll keep it going here. Yeah, guys. Low key, these lockdowns aren't really good for mental health whatsoever. They probably would have been good if they were short term, like maybe like a month or two. Like that's fine, cool. People could rebound, give them a stimulus check, do all that. And I don't even want to dive down into the whole stimulus check thing. Maybe we'll do an episode just about that.
1: You know what's crazy, Pete? That like, so we as America, everybody looks up to us. If Americans are protesting, other countries are protesting. Like Australia. Australia stands by us, right? Like when we're protesting something, BLM. There are protests in Australia. Other countries are looking for us because we're like this like hallmark of like democracy, right? So right. if lockdowns got imposed in America, that gave the excuse for the whole world to go in this because we're following American order in a way. Yeah. And it's like it's crazy where this stemmed from. Just like we said, it's like China gave this example and then we just kind of followed suit without ever questioning like crazy. the legitimacy, the science behind it, whether it works. It could all have been just propaganda, guys. Like, propaganda mm-hmm. exists.
0: Yeah, dude, what if this is all like a giant fluke? China's like, you know, I'm mean, i don't, I'm not anything against the Chinese people or anything like that. Pete, maybe you want to hold dude. off on
1: this because we're never going to go travel to Asia in this case because they're going to freaking find us right
0: away. That's so right, they're not going to find us. We got our names set. We're good, dude. Okay, like, I'll okay. figure it out, dude. <laughs> but I, I don't, I Chinese people are amazing. People from China are amazing. It's not the Chinese people. It's, you know, same as here. I love Americans, I love everybody. It's the politicians that are majority of the times the bad people, right? It's not these common citizens that are bad people. Yeah, citizens do commit murder, rape, all that shit. Those people are bad too. But majority of the problems stem from politics, right? So same in China. I, I love the Chinese people, you know, Chinese people are cool to talk to, they're amazing people. as the politics is in China. Like we we know, or if you're not aware, there's a giant battle. You know how there was the Cold War, US and Russia? There's a giant battle between the two most two biggest economies, which is us, the US, and China, right? It's either you're pro-China or you're pro-US on trade, things like that. you're trading with China or you're trading with, with us, and there's really no no middle ground, right? So what if this is just a giant ploy to destroy our economy? It, it, it could it be because we don't it know what the hell is going on in China. Are China still doing lockdowns? I, I have no idea. No one no one, no one, one knows anything about China, right, what's going on over there. What if there's a giant fluke and you know China's like, yeah, lockdown, lockdown is the way to go, and they really never lock down anything. And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to do it so the US could do it and then screw them over. Like You, yeah. never, you never know. We like we talked to you guys in the first like hour of this episode or however long it's been, is we just showed you guys the lockdowns literally, literally are not working. You know, temporarily they might have worked, but right now not working. And I swear to God, if I'm gonna be so pissed, if COVID nineteen starts to die down and they say it's due to lockdowns, that's gonna be some bullshit. I'm gonna be yeah. so upset. This is yeah. not because if COVID dies down, it's not due due to due to lockdowns at all. It's just due to our bodies being more efficient at fighting it off and herd immunity, not via vaccine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it doesn't happen. But you want to, you can take a look at the COVID num- numbers if well, you want to. Right yeah, before,
1: before, you, before we do that, let's talk about the asymptomatic spread. So okay. this was another thing that we got very scared that Fauci was kind of like telling us, oh, my God, the virus is spreading without the symptoms, correct? So at first, researchers said, and and guys, food for thought, this is how science just differs so quickly. That's why we can't just say this is the be-all end-all, just like about vaccines for COVID specifically, right? So at first, we thought that asymptomatic infections have a spread rate of 81%. You have 81% chance of spreading it, even if you don't show any symptoms. After a meta-analysis that was released last month, it took about 13 studies and 21,000 people, they calculated that the asymptomatic rate actually presents to being only 17%. That's so crazy. Wh- where did those other numbers get it so inflactuated, right?
0: I don't know, That's how it works. And I've read a line too, that People think that if someone's asymptomatic, they could spread it throughout their whole like COVID-19 like, infection, right? Yeah. But technically, if you're not immunocompromised and if you're healthy, I think it's like eight days or like 10 days or, or 14 days, something like that. Every X amount of days, the viral load goes down. So you're only going to be able to infect somebody for an X amount of period. Because then your viral load isn't high enough to pass that on somebody that's healthy or non immunocompromised, right? Obviously, if you're immunocompromised, it's a whole different idea. It's more complex than that. But every day, every every couple of days, your viral load goes down because your body is, is fighting it off. If you're asymptomatic, it means your body's doing a great job of fighting it off. Yeah, you're infected. You can spread it, but not as long as people thought because of the viral load. It takes an X amount of, of virus to get you infected, right? If you think about our bodies, we're always, our immune system is always working, right? There's always, Always, it's always fighting viruses, it's always fighting bacteria, right? We're not always sick, right? Yep. It's because it takes an X amount of virus or X amount of bacteria for you to fuel those symptoms that feel sick. Otherwise, our body does a great job of fighting it off on its own.
1: And that's the so adaptive viral load, immunity that we have.
0: Right. Just because you just because you can transmit it doesn't mean that transmission is going to be high enough for somebody to actually get infected. That's what I feel like people are, are not understanding. People are, are viewed as, hey, once you get COVID-19, you're going to spread it to everybody. That's not how it works, man. And it's crazy to see, to think about that we had a giant push for health and wellness and we got a lot of backlash for it on, on Instagram and stuff, right? Because we're we're prone for like a healthy body is the best way to fly off an infection, not a vaccine or medicine, right? Yes, some some cases do call for medication and things like that, which we are competent in be, because we're nurses. So we understand how this works. But a key to a healthy individual and not getting COVID-19 is to be to be healthy. Exercise, nutrition, and that's the best way for you to not get COVID-19. That's the best way for you to fight it off. I completely forgot where I was gonna go with this. To be honest, dude,
1: it's it's okay, I bro. I, was, I
0: forgot where I was gonna go. You're, though, I was, I was, so pe- yeah, I said I was gonna make a pretty good point, but I just completely forgot where the hell this was, was gonna go to. It's, but okay, it's okay, man.
1: And and that's what's so beautiful about this podcast is that we're not like cutting this episode up and like highlighting the best points. It's literally your mind free flowing, and sometimes yeah. you mess up, and that's okay, man. That's just how the brain I works. Just, I should go
0: rewind it. I should go rewind. But, Let's see what you said. Okay. Damn, yeah, it's a a good point to make, but it's
1: okay. Don't let it bother you, bro. That is the worst feeling in the world when you wanted to say something, it's on the tip of your tongue and it disappears, and then Mm -hmm. you're just like fighting yourself for it. Yeah,
0: Um, but But we can dive into these numbers real quick. Yeah,
1: and the evidence does suggest that most people develop symptoms seven to 13 days. So of course, if you feel like you might be getting something or you might have actually talked to somebody that has an infection, whether it's the flu or COVID, Yes, maybe you should quarantine. We're not opposed to that, but we don't. We do have a body that could fight itself off. And some people, like my father, my whole family caught COVID. By the way, my father was asymptomatic, dude. He had nothing. He had maybe like a slight runny nose. He said. So, and my mom was different. Her bones were hurting and everything else. So it just shows you how potentially, you know, everybody takes this virus in differently. Mm, yeah.
0: I dive into his numbers real quick. Uh, so. We took a look at these COVID cases did some research and we kind of broke down the cause of death for these actually COVID-19 positive patients. And 94% of all of these COVID-19 cases, when you look at their death certificate, it lists on average 2.9 causes of death plus COVID-19, right? So on that certificate, you don't just see death due to COVID-19. You're going to see usually something in terms of like sepsis, uh, like heart issues, circulatory issues, and things like that. So you guys got to realize that only about 6% of people that are diagnosed with COVID are dying strictly due to COVID. So this just shows that it's not only COVID-19 that's hurting our bodies, it's we're hurting ourselves, yes. right? Because if you didn't, if you weren't obese, if you didn't have diabetes, if you didn't have hypertension, if you didn't have these circulatory issues, you wouldn't be better off in fighting off COVID-19. And the main reason is with this is because if you have these things, your body is already at, at a at a standpoint of inflammation. So if you're obese, you have diabetes, your body is already... And that's a constant fine. struggle of inflammation. You're always battling inflammation, and now you're adding COVID nineteen, which is which is going to add inflammation to it. And if your body's already preoccupied fighting off inflammation, and you add more inflammation, that's just making a giant hindrance on your white blood cells. And that's why, immune wise, you're not able to fight this infection like people that are, that don't have these these issues because you're just so inflamed, right? That yeah. makes, that, and that makes complete sense to me, man.
1: Just like people don't know, like when you have this chronic inflammation in your circulatory system. Like your immune system actually goes out there and into the circulatory system and is like trying to destroy inflammation. So now you introduce a virus, it, re- it releases the cytokine storm. So now you're fighting off the cytokine storm. Most people don't die from COVID. They're, what they're dying for is like, let's just say you get sepsis now, boom, you got full out pneumonia. And what do you know in the hospital? We love to breed freaking multi-resistant organisms. Now this patient has staph. They have another infection. Now they have multi-organ failure, sepsis related to the brinkst of all other things. And now COVID is like the least of the worries because they're dying from
0: multi-organ failure. And And we literally see this firsthand. We literally see this firsthand. And what probably do we see the most in a hospital with COVID-19? It's fucking shitty. See, usually people are there on the lower social economic ladder, right? Yes. A lot of African Americans, a lot of Hispanics. We do see a quite a bit of Asian people as well, right? Filipino things like that, Vietnamese things like that. Why? Because these people have the highest, they have the highest population with diabetes, hypertension, and things like that. So we see them suffer the most. And right? like, not, and not to right? mention
1: that, like diabetes. There are so many people that are pre-diabetic, diabetic, which are even undiagnosed. And some of these patients, I had two patients back-to-back, came in the day apart, because I worked three shifts in a row. Both, I had both patients on insulin drips because they were newly diagnosed diabetes. Their HB1C was like seven, like their average blood sugar was like 180 plus on an average day for 90 days. Like th- this is why you're getting so sick and you can't handle it. So like, instead of, <laughs> Doing the freaking measures we should, we should probably focus on getting rid of these processed foods and maybe foods that are causing this inflammation. But that's not talked about. Why? Just like to the backstory, bro. There's too much lobbying going on. I think there's ten companies that own all of the food supply in the world. By the way, ten companies. Yeah. Imagine how much power they have. But that's that's, anna- that's yeah, that's another episode. That's another episode. episode, yeah, bro. Like it, just, it just makes you wonder, you know. Yeah. So you said six percent are only related to COVID. And we do have those young people that are passing away. I don't know if it's genetic based, like it does happen. We're not denying the fact, but most most people are dying from circulatory diseases. And what are we experiencing in America? Just so like we talk about in the podcast, one in three people have hypertension, cholesterol, like all this other jazz. And like, we're not solving this issue at large. And we have high, we have patients with a lot of mortalities due to this
0: yeah the diabetes obesity hypertension is consistently on the rise imagine guys if we had a population that did not have those issues as predominantly as, as they do now you would see a whole different different um, effect of COVID-19 because it wouldn't affect them like Matt said we're not saying healthy people don't die of COVID-19 but those are just exceptions right it's, a, it's, a, it's like saying how people don't die of cancer you, there there's the outliers it happens it's as People have different genetic predispositions, and it does happen. do people do that with COVID nineteen, and it sucks. But just like with everything else, that's how that's how life works, you know. But the thing is, and we're not also also not saying if you have diabetes and hypertension, you're gonna die of COVID nineteen. Don't, don't be crazy afraid, but just take different precautions. Like vitamin D just got put on the CDC website as as being beneficial to fighting off COVID nineteen.
1: And we isn't had vi- crazy, and, we- and we're talking about vitamin D the la- beginning of like right. last year on the podcast. So it just right. shows you, man. Same,
0: same with zinc. Same with zinc. We to a doctor on, that was on Joe Rogan. He was saying that that zinc, if you combine zinc with another medication, it's able to shut shut off those uh, those like protein spikes or whatever on, on, on the virus and make, and inactivates it. Yes. like this this has been known for a while, and yet this isn't being pushed because zinc is widely available and probably has minimal. A big pharma income, you know. So it's it's crazy how this the stuff that we talked about beforehand that we pretty much believed in, but we're still kind of telling people to do their own research has come to to like fruition right now. And it's crazy to look to look back at it that hey, diet, nutrition, CDC literally put that vitamin D is beneficial in fighting COVID 19. You guys not think that how you guys not think that nutrition and the exercise is important now? Like it's more important now than ever. More than more than ever. More than ever. Yeah. So guys, take it with a grain of salt, but you know, just like think about it with open mind. I don't just believe what everyone else is saying because a lot of times people, you know, that are together for a long time, they have the same ideas, same values, and those values end up being your values, not necessarily for your benefit, but just because you want to fit in. So, guys, just like be open minded about everything.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to say anything else, PD. You put the, you you nailed it. This episode was straight freaking fire.
0: It was good, man. I like it. Freak,
1: I, I, so, so much heat came out of this episode. I have to go take a shower after this.
0: I'm about to throw a fire emoji in here, dude.
1: Fire emoji. Hey, fire! If we if we live streamed, hey, fire! Hey, fire emojis in the chat right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: Luke, put a fire emoji in the
1: chat. Oh man. Um, but let, yeah, let's summarize this episode, guys. So we've talked about the failure of lockdowns, and then after that, we talked about this whole rabbit hole of what's happening in our political system. Just be careful of propaganda and the tools that are used against you it's things are really not what they seem and that's and that, that's the conclusion that i'm drawing and i'm going to stand by it because it's a pony show asymptomatic spread of covid food for thought it's it's not 81% it's a lot lower than that and ultimately the causes of covid deaths there's multiple core morbidities on average 2.9 that's associated with a covid death and only 6% of those deaths that you hear on the news are actually directly related to covid so food for thought.
0: Beautiful, man. Great summary, dude. Thank you. You should write down in the back of the book, dude. You know how Thanks. back of the book have summaries?
1: Yeah, that, that's the summary for the show. I, yeah. If I got one more minute, I wanted to share something crazy with you. Go for it, dog. All right, cool. This is um, this is the after show right now, technically. So you know what's wild? When I was getting a burrito and um, on the news for the past couple weeks, you're watching the news, and then there's a little uh, sidebar that talks about coronavirus pandemic. And every single day, they're pushing the cases. They're pushing the deaths. They're pushing the daily total deaths, the total, total cases, right? They're just they're pushing these numbers. It, get, it gets you so sucked into what's happening, right? And, and it's, it's been on the news for a very long time, for the past couple weeks. As soon as these protests happen, that freaking sidebar disappeared. It's all about this, all about just the protests. Makes you wonder How why, convenient? because they want you to die. Whatever media wants you to take your attention from, they will do it. And we, mm-hmm. like, why isn't the virus important all of a sudden? I don't know, man. Right. Shit like Different that bothers agenda. me, bro. Different agenda, man. Same. S- stay sane, peeps. Yeah, take care, guys. Sal, Pete, enjoy Chicago weather, man.